cataracts unless you talk about ibuprofen. Some people don't have any problem at all with it. Yeah. Now, my and dad, when he had his, he complained yeah. a good while. He said, I feel like I've got Really? Yeah. But now, like I said, he, he was the exception, not the rule. The rule is that most people are not bothered. I've not had them yet. I've had them for years, but mine just...
put up with me and Roe tonight. And so we're going to try to leave this singing up here. Um, if you would turn to page 204 of your little red book and we'll get started. The roll is called up yonder. And that's going to be an A flat.
That's uh, it's gonna like hit up around Louisiana and Texas, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, Galveston, ain't it? Yeah. Did you see the picture that? that All right, it's 300 miles across. Yeah. It's, it's a huge. Yeah, they say it's got 20. Uh, 20-foot storm surge, yeah. which is... With, with 16 inches of rain. Yeah. All right, well, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, we bow before you once again uh, this evening just with praise in our hearts and on our lips, uh, singing praises to you, Lord, for you are worthy and you, have, you alone are worthy of all praise and glory and honor, yeah. Father. Yeah. We just thank you for, uh, for allowing us to come together once again and be gathered in your house and we just ask your blessing upon those that are here and those that would like to be here but cannot be here for whatever reason Lord and we pray for your blessing to be upon them as well uh, Lord we thank you for uh, the, the, the ones that are here and the ones that have mentioned these people that we've uh, just mentioned by name as we pray for all of them that are on the prayer list Lord everyone that, that we've uh, placed on the prayer list the people that have, have mentioned them, Lord, love and care care for them so much that they know the power of prayer and, and that your healing hand uh, can do so much and correct whatever is broken, Lord. So we just praise them for uh, for trusting you, and we praise you for what you're going to do mightily uh, in their lives, Lord. And we ask that your will is done for everyone that's on a prayer list and give unto them according to the needs that they have. Specifically, Lord, tonight we, we know every name that we just mentioned and the needs uh, that were mentioned with them. I'm going to mention them by name, Lord, and lift them up to you right now, Father, and pray that your hand be upon them and that you give to them according to their needs and give them strength and comfort and peace through this uh, storm in their life. Lord, that you will uh, also enrich their family's life and bless them as they continue to minister to these people as well, Father. So we pray for uh, uh, my son Daniel as he brings the message. You'll speak through him, Lord. We just thank you for what you're doing in him and through him. And we pray for uh, my niece Cindy that uh, you'll work this for her good, not just physically, Lord, but spiritually, that you draw her closer to you. And, Father, we pray for her family, my brother and uh, sister-in-law, uh, as they uh, go through this continually with her. Father, we pray for uh, Chris Dean that uh, as he's home now that... Uh, you will continue to work miracle through him and restore his health, Father, not, not just uh, the physical attributes of his motor skills, but his brain functions as well, Father, and uh, his cognitive skills. And I pray for his family that you'll, you'll touch them and help them uh, and strengthen them through this walk with Chris. Father, and I pray for uh, Chris Daly. I, I pray that he received good results today from the pulmonary uh, appointment. I pray for Pat Bennett as she's back in the hospital with congestive heart failure that you'll touch her and heal her and not just heal her, Lord, but solve the problem that's causing this, Lord, that it will uh, dissipate and not return. And, Father, I pray for um, Larry Bennett's daughter, Debbie, that you'll, you'll work through her as well with that issue that she has. And I pray uh, for Wayne and Marie Falk once again that you'll... Uh, uh, help them through this COVID crisis that they have and that you'll restore their health, Lord, that they will not succumb to this virus, that they will uh, rebound and be restored full, uh, to full health. And we pray for uh, uh, Herbert Bennett, who suffered a stroke, Lord. We pray that your will be done there and that you'll restore his, uh, uh, his health as well. And we pray for my mother, Lord, as she prepares to go through this process of, uh, of appointments 
uh, and possibly dialysis in the future. We just pray, Lord, that it won't need to be. That uh, your hand be on that situation and you'll work it so that she uh, she will not have to go through these treatments and her kidney functions will return to normal, Lord, by the power of your hand. And Father, we pray for uh, my Brother Howard as he's received word, Lord, uh, that he has emphysema. Lord, we just pray that you'll uh, uh, calm that storm in his life, that it will not uh, not become such a problem that it hinders his health and, and his uh, responsibilities in his life and, and his call uh, to your service, Father. We just pray that you'll continue to use him mightily for your glory, honor, and praise, um, as well as his pacemaker, Lord. We pray that uh, that will not become an issue, that uh, the battery will continue to work as it's supposed to, and um, when it's time, Lord, that it'll get changed out without an issue, and uh, he'll still remain in perfect health. Father, we just thank you for that, and we thank you, Lord, for your protection uh, uh, for those people, as we, we mention them, Lord, that are in the the way of this storm, Hurricane Laura. Lord, we pray that you'll put a hedge of protection around them. If it be your will uh, to dissipate the storm, we pray that that is done. Mm -hmm. But if it not be your will, Lord, we pray that you protect those that are on the shoreline in the direct path of this. And Lord, that, uh, that no one will, will succumb to this storm for, as far as casualties or fatalities, Lord, that you're, you'll work this for your good. Uh, for we know that you're on the throne and you have a mighty plan. And your plan is righteous regardless of what we see. So, Lord, we just give you honor and glory, and we ask all things in Christ Jesus' holy name. Amen. 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 Hey, Jim. Hey, Did your husband not take me serious? He didn't tell him I was going to come elbow dropping. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> tell him I'm on my way. Oh, I forgot to pray for Mike Wells. Um, I did pray for him this morning, but. He, uh, he's been running an infection, too, and a fever. Um, and Carol messaged me last night and said that he was not he was refusing to go to the doctor. And I told her, I said, um, don't make me come over there and drive him and throw him in the truck. <laughs> and then I did pray for him. And she, like five minutes later, she's like, something must have happened because he's in the vehicle. We're on the way to the doctor right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Okay. Uh, do y'all, what do we want to sing there, bro? What are we going to? What page? What, oh, you don't have a book. Yeah, 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 I've got one. Okay. Oh, anybody? Anybody got a favorite? Something yeah. I can play? I was going to say, we don't know. Which on one. the wings of a dove. <laughs> <laughs> on the wings of a, you know that song. Oh, I love it. I don't have that one. Maybe I have that one in a minute. Works. Let's do number 54. <clears throat> How about that? Where do I put this key code to play like what? Third fret and play it like what? G. See, I'm glad you're here, because if not, if we'd be playing everything in G. Yeah. <laughs> so I play it like G on third fret? Right. And that's B flat? That's B flat. Really? Really? Yeah. I, I think I just did a wrong intro. I think that's my standard intro. Y'all ready? Well, someday
we're almost up from time. We're doing, <laughs> we're doing good. Um, Ro, you had one you wanted to sing, didn't you? Like the theme on it.
Amen. God's with us. Um, Brother Arthur, what, what, what are you going to shout out there? You got one for us? Christy, you, you want to sing one, don't you? No, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> see how it works? If you was up here, Howard, just like, yeah, I'll come back. <laughs> and if Barbara was here. Yeah, right. yeah. She's like, I'll try. Tonight, like, nope. <laughs> no, sir. We have no part of that. Oh, come on. We hear exactly what you're doing. How about that? Come Which on, Chris. Glad we're Number 300. Oh, I got that's that's a song. G. That is a G. Make sure I can get it right. <laughs> Ain't gonna need this house no longer. Ain't gonna need this house no more. 
fireplace just sit there and howl and creep. But my hot days are over.
All right, good evening, everybody. All right. So, uh, went back to school this week and uh, realized how dreadful school is. Um, but not because of the reasons you may think, oh, you got to wake up early, oh, it's, you got to do work. It's not really any of that. It's more of the content that you're around, more of the environment you're around, and who's there exactly, both uh, the students and some of the adults. Some got potty mouths. That's um, it's quite a shame, especially when the students are influenced by those types of things. But you know what? We'll pray for them. Uh, Jesus saves, does he not? All right. So tonight, um, I want to talk to you about angels. And I want to talk to you about prayer. Because I hear a lot of people say, oh, prayer doesn't work, which is the biggest hoax ever. Prayer does work, because it worked for me. It should work for you. But God, I've got a good message tonight, and I'm really excited to share it with you, share it with uh, Instagram Live, share it with YouTube. Um, hopefully, uh, you will understand my message uh, that the Lord has prepared in my heart tonight. So I wanna, uh, we're going to start out in Hebrews chapter 1. And um, I just want to say that throughout Scripture, uh, we can see the angels interve intervening with human beings throughout the entire, the entire bit of the Bible. So if you want to turn to Hebrews with me, we'll be in chapter 1. I'm only going to read one verse. But that one verse is uh, verse 14. And it says, Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister to them who shall be heirs of salvation? And who are the heirs of salvation? It is you and I. Right? So... If they are ministering spirits sent forth to minister to them who are heirs of salvation, that must mean they are sent to protect us and to watch over us. So if you want to turn with me back to Psalm 91, we'll be doing some flipping tonight. So if you got your Bible, be ready. Psalms 91. Verses 9 through 12 is what we're going to read. On. As soon as I get there. I thought I had it marked. Apparently I don't. Alright, so we're going to start in verse 9. And it says, Because thou hast made the Lord, Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refugee, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, ne neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They, they shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Amen. So these angels are ministering spirits to help you and me. We are the heirs of salvation. We are the ones that are called to do God's will, right? And we are God's creation. So why wouldn't God protect us? Why wouldn't God send an angel to help us out? The enemies that are talked about in the Bible are of Satan. They are Satan and his demons, Satan and his angels. 
who have come into the earth and they are dwelling here to take us out. Because guess what? Satan knows he has no power over God. Satan knows he can't do anything to stop Jesus Christ. He knows he can't stop the return. All he can stop is you and me getting there. But guess what? We have the Lord Jesus Christ in our hearts and he can't stop us. He can't stop us. You know why? Because Jesus Christ is in our hearts. And he died. He rose again. And that blood on the cross of Calvary is what saves us. Not our works. So back to the topic of angels. If you're letting Satan in, you're letting Satan win. But thank the Lord, he doesn't win. If you will, turn with me to Luke 10. It's a short message tonight, but it's a one God put on my heart. He wanted me to speak to you tonight about the power that God has. He has given, and he's given it to us. So if you will, read uh, verse 18 with me. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Satan was cast out of heaven like that, like lightning. Satan was cast out of heaven. You know why? Because he's a fallen angel. He wanted to be like God. He, and that's why when I tell people, when you're, never, when, you're never, when you're never satisfied, you'll never be satisfied. If you're not satisfied with what you have now, you will never be satisfied. The motivational videos tell you to always grind, always keep continuing, always go for what you have. The Bible tells you to be satisfied with what you have. And there's a reason for that. Because people think they, they need money. They need this. They need that. They need th- and all these rich people are so depressed. You know why? Because they don't have everything the world has to offer. And they want more. They want more. They want more. You don't need more. You need Jesus. He is all you need. And he is all that we need. So where are you spiritually? Have you denied Jesus Christ? The Lord wants to help you. He is willing. He is able. And he wants to help you today. You have to, you have to ask for it. He's not just going to help you because you want it. You have to ask for it. It's not Allah. It's not Buddha. It's not one of the five trillion uh, Hindu gods. It's not Zeus. It's Jesus Christ. Elohim. Emmanuel, what are you waiting on? He wants to help you, and you keep putting on the blessing he is trying to send to you. Stop blocking. And Satan will attack you. He's going to attack you with things like fear, anxiety, stress, bad news, bad news, bad news, bad news, bad news. In 2020, we have seen nothing but bad news. California is on fire right now. We've got multiple hurricanes heading our way. Not just from the Gulf Coast, by the way. It's on the West Coast, too. There's one coming that way, too. Not the West Coast, but under the... You know what I mean. Listen. God is sending us a warning. And if you say, if you deny Jesus Christ, you're not denying him. Look, I don't think 
there's a lot of atheists that don't believe in God. How can you not believe in God? Look at the world around you. You think us breathing, the 7.5 billion people on earth, you think all the beautiful trees, all the things you see, that's not Mother Nature. That's the Lord. What? what? And how can life form from non-life? How can an explosion create life? How can we evolve from monkeys? I'm not up here asking for a banana. I'm up here to let you know that the Lord is calling you today. And you need to stop putting him off. He is sending an angel to help you. All you have to do is ask. So while Satan continues to put fear, anxiety, stress in your life, I've got some scripture for you to defend yourself. Turn with me to Isaiah. Once I find it myself. Hold on, y'all. Alright, Isaiah... Chapter 41, verse 10. And it says, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Put the Lord off no longer. He wants you today. He wants to help you. He has given you time and time again. He is patient with you. But you continue to sit there and, oh, I'm going to pray, I'm going to pray, I'm going to pray. And when it's answered, oh, it's a coincidence. Oh, it's just a coincidence. And then when you don't get the answer you want, it's, oh, God didn't hear me. God hears every single prayer you ask of him. Trust me. I've had prayers answered the way I wanted them to. And I've had them answered the way I don't. And guess what? I still praise the Lord. You know why? Because his will is greater than mine. And it's greater than any but person on here. If they tell you that their will is greater than God, they are fools. And they know not what they say. They know not what they do. The Lord didn't come here and die on a cross because he was a false prophet. The Lord died because he knew he was the son of God. And all those disciples didn't die for their faith because they didn't believe Jesus Christ was their Savior. They weren't mangled by lions. The apostles weren't uh, martyred because what they saw was just a prophet or was just a liar. Jesus Christ was exactly who he said he was and he is who he says he is. Because I don't like when people say Jesus was. Jesus is. He is still alive and he will forever be alive. He was there in the beginning. He's there in the end. There is no end. There is eternity with the Lord. Or there's eternity in hell. But there is no in between. Jesus is calling you today. Pick up the phone. Because I see a lot of people. That's the only thing they know. Technology. You know what technology takes away from? The Bible. 
the more time you spend in your phone, the more time you spend on a computer, the more time you spend watching a TV, the less time you have with Jesus Christ. And if you are on your phone, use it for, for positivity. And when I say positivity, I'm not saying feeding the flesh. I'm saying feed the spirit. I learned how to stop my fingers. I've been doing that since, like, it's crazy. All right, turn with me to 2 Timothy. I've got more, I've got more verses on, on how to defend yourself from, or how to ask God to help you defend yourself. Because we can't do it on our own, right? We can't fight our own battles. That's why God sent us angels. That's why God fights for us. Let me get there myself. What did I say? Second Timothy? All right. Second Timothy. Chapter 1, verse 7. And it says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and of a sound mind. That doesn't sound like a God who doesn't care about us. That sounds like a God who loves us and has asked us to serve him. And you think you deserve more than you get? You think you deserve to go to heaven based off works? Let me tell you one thing. Jesus Christ died on a cross. There is nothing you could do. No amounts of homeless people you feed. No amount of people you house. Oh, that was loud. No amount of work you do is satisfactory. The Lord says our works don't get us into heaven. We do works because we are saved, not to get saved. So if you're doing works and you're not saved, you better get on the ball. Keep doing the works. Jesus Christ is, is blessing you because you're doing the work. But guess what? That's not it. That's not the point. And if you're doing works without telling, without preaching the gospel, it's all for nothing. You're feeding their flesh. You're not feeding the spirit. Now let's go to 1 Peter chapter 5. I told you we were going to flip tonight. I hope you all didn't think I was kidding. It's going to be verse 7. And it says, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Again, this world tells you that God doesn't care. The ones that do believe in God, uh, the atheists or the agnostics that do believe in God say he betrayed us or he left us. You're crazy. God is still here with us. He is doing so much. And you won't realize how good you have it until it's gone. Until you're in hell. And pretty soon after that it will be the lake of fire. And that's where you will be for eternity. So while you have the time to think about it, I would suggest you get on the right track. Christians aren't telling you a lie. They're not facing persecution because what they believe is a lie. We've been in this word. And any atheist that tells you, oh, I've read the Bible, is a, is a, they're lying. You can't read this Bible. Maybe they read a chapter and were like, oh, uh, that's not how that works. Get into the Bible. And anybody that says they've been in this Bible and don't believe, they're liars. 
You can't read God's word daily and blow it off as, a, as false. It's just impossible. Because there is so much information in here. There is so much prophecy in here. There is so much sacrifice in here that you can't turn a blind eye to. I know this message is like a fork. It's got four different, four different things, but that's what the Lord told me to speak on tonight. Look, I don't get up here because, uh, because I'm, I'm talking. The Lord gave me a message. And he gave me more than one thing to say. I'm not going to get up here and tell you sugarcoat Christianity and tell you that everything's okay. Everybody's going to heaven, guys. Honky, honky. Life is not okay if you're on the wrong path. It's not okay. You are wrong and you are bound for hell. If you are not living your life for Christ... Get with it. God wants to help you. But he can't help you when you don't ask. When you don't want the blessings. And people say God is so evil for hell. God is so evil for there being a hell. How is God evil? Isn't that what you asked for? You asked for eternity without God. You asked for it. So if that's what you want, that's what you're going to get. And by the time you get it, you're not going to want it. I see a lot of people say that. Oh, I'm going to vibe in hell. Yeah, sure you are. If vibing is wailing and gnashing in teeth, you're right. Because that's what, that's what it is. If you ever put your hand on a stove and you pulled it back real quick because it was hot? Now think about that. But even hotter. And all over your body non-stop for eternity it will never stop forever and I don't mean to get angry I'm not angry I love everybody because God said to love the things he loves and to hate the things he hates and God loves everybody right so we have to love everybody but he said to hate the things he hates which means I hate sin and you should too. And the difference, because I, I had someone message me uh, comparing sin. Um, I'm not going to say who it was, but they were comparing their sin to mine. Saying, because they're dwelling in their sin. And they're saying, well, all sins are equal in God's eyes. And I, I told them, the difference is, you have to repent. You can't dwell in your sin and think Jesus is going to be okay with that. Because when King David sinned and he repented, he still paid the price for his sin. Well, uh, but I want to. I, I, this life is a fight, is it not? Just life in general is a fight. Because Satan is knocking at your door. He's always there. Just pouting. You know, that's the. I think it's the uh, Allstate commercial. I'll stay always there. That's Satan right there. He's 
Let me in. Let me in. Let me in. Keep that door closed. There's a front door and a back door. Jesus knows the one to enter in. If the Lord, if the Lord is knocking at your door, you will know it. Satan tries to enter through the back. Because you know what criminals do? When, or robbers do when they try to rob places? They don't go through the obvious front door. They'll try to sneak in a window. Or the back door. Or try to get in some other way. That's what Satan does. He tries to sneak in when you're not expecting it. Cast him away. Ask the Lord for help. Stop putting off the help. Now let's go to Psalm 35. Now we're not done yet. I told you. It's... Let's see, where am I at? All right. Psalm 35. All right, let's, I'm going to just read verse 1. And it said, Plead my cause, O Lord, with them that strive with me. Fight against them that fight against me. You see this verse right here. It says, O Lord, with them that strive with me, fight against them that fight against me. We're, we're, we're always at odds. Do you think about the United States? People on the left side, there's people on the right, and they're clashing, and they're, they're just hitting heads. Why do you think about that on a spiritual level too? Because it's the same way. But politics is earth, earthly stuff. When we get into heaven... We're not going to be talking about, oh, I wish uh, Trump was president, or I wish Biden was president, or uh, because no matter who is president, Jesus is still king. And I don't care if they put a commie in the Oval Office, and they say, uh, turn away from Christianity, or you're going to be beheaded. Sign me up, because I'm not living for this earth. I'm not taking your mark. And I really wish I didn't have to wear a mask. But that's besides the point. You know, I, I gotta, I'm getting a mask. It says Jesus is king on it. So I'm going to use it for positivity, right? And if someone asks me to take it off, well, I have no other face mask. So I have to keep it on. See, I, I, see sometimes you got to outsmart people. All right, but God does not leave us alone to fight our own battles. Because by ourselves, we are getting beat up by Satan. Because guess what? Satan is strong. Is he not? He is. He has powers. And he has the powers to pull us down. But guess what? God says he'll fight your battles with you. He is the lion that stands next to you. With that lion next to you, Satan's a little coward. He sees that God and he's, oh, take a step back. Because he can't stand up to God. You see that picture of Satan and Jesus arm wrestling? That's a stupid picture. If they actually arm wrestled, that, that would not go well for Satan at all. Because Jesus Christ is so much stronger. Jesus Christ is God. You mean to tell me Satan could take on Jesus? Come on. You're out of your mind. 
it's time to move on with my message. I got to uh, go to Acts. Listen, listen, folks. I'm, I'm not up here to tickle your ear. I'm not up here to tell you that sin is okay. I'm not up here to tell you that you can fight your battles on your own uh, without God and uh, to, that the universe is going to help you. The universe is... No, 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 no. That's not how that works. Uh, but chapter 12 of Acts, uh, we're going to start in verse 5. Um, and it says, uh, you know the story, Peter is in prison. And it says, Peter therefore was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. And when Herod, I can't pronounce his name very well, but you get the point. And when Herod would have brought him forth, the same night Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and the keepers before the door kept the prison. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him. And a light smote Peter on the side, and or a, a light shined in the prison. And he smote Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, "Arise up quickly!" And his chains fell off from his hands. And the angel said unto him, "Gird thyself and bind on thy sandals." And so he did. And the sa and he saith unto him, "Cast thy garment about thee and follow me." And he went out and followed him. It wist not that it were true which was done by the angel, but that he saw a vision. When they were past the first and second ward, and they came unto the iron gate that leadeth unto the city, which opened to them of its own accord. And they went out and passed on through one street, and forthwith, forthwith the angel departed from him. And when Peter was come to himself, he said, Now I know of a surety that the Lord has sent his angel and hath delivered me out of the hand of Herod and from all the expectation of the people of the Jews. Amen. So Peter was in prison. And before that, it says, uh, and he killed James, uh, the brother of John, with the sword. Peter was going to be put to death. But the angel came unto Peter because he prayed. And he removed his chains like that. And he led him out of the prison. And he was set free. Now we know Peter would later be murdered anyways, right? But his time was not done yet. He had others to preach to. And it doesn't matter how old you are, when you're supposed to die or whatnot, all that horoscope stuff, it's stupid. But the Lord has called you to do his work just like Peter was called to be an apostle, right? And when he was about to die, he prayed. And the angel came upon him, removed his chains, led him out of the prison. And he lived to see another day. You know why? Jesus wasn't done with him. And he asked for help. You can ask for help. You are not alone in your fight. You are not alone in your fight. And I'll say it one more time. You are not alone in your fight. And I'll tell you one thing. This is a history book no matter what school says. No matter what the universities say. This holds more true history than any history textbook that you will find. 
because they can tell you all about U.S. history, European history, uh, world history. They can tell you all the stuff they want you to know. And they'll, they'll sell G- they, they, Jesus existed, but he was just a prophet. That's what they want you to think. They want you to think you're crazy. And with their knowledge, they make the rest of the world look at you crazy. But guess what? The Pharisees believed in Jesus. They didn't believe he was the, the son of God, but they believed in Jesus because he was in their, he was in their presence. And what is faith? How can you have faith in something that you can see? Do you have faith in the Lord? Do you have faith in a chair before you sit in it? That it's going to hold you up and it won't bust? Because I know a story where one time I sat down in a chair and I fell in front of the whole class and everybody laughed at me. That's besides the point. Listen, you got to have faith. Ask God to help you. Apparently I'm not done. I have another page. But, um, but this angel was not there to help Peter by accident. Like Peter, uh, people will say, oh, it's, it's coincidental or, oh, it happened by accident. No, it didn't. First of all, you can't even go back 300 billion years, whatever they call it. That's ridiculous. How, how it, who told you that? And, and to put it in perspective, how long 300 billion years is, we haven't even lived from the 2000s. Ever since we've been recording time, we haven't even lived a billion days. We haven't even lived a bil- 100 billion hours. Actually, I think we, we haven't even lived 10 billion hours. Which to get 10 billion out of 300 billion, you would have to divide that by 30, I think. So... 300 billion years when we, since recording time, haven't even lived for 10 billion hours. And you mean to tell me that we've that this earth has been here for 300? No. Don't let them fool you. They want you to think you're crazy. You're not. They are. You see, they make things a conspiracy. And they call it a conspiracy because they want you to think you're crazy. They want everybody else to think you're crazy because you're an outcast. You're not a part of the, the, the group that is intelligent. If intelligence means I lack wisdom, I don't want it. Because wisdom is the greatest gift you can receive on this earth outside of salvation. Salvation gives you wisdom. This Bible gives you wisdom. Nothing else will give you wisdom. You can have a 300 IQ, and it means nothing if you don't have Jesus. I know I've gone over time, but I got, I've got more scripture, okay? I'm pulling up Brother Howard. Let's go, to, let's go to Daniel. See, that's my book. Not really. Daniel had courage, right? All right, let's go to chapter 7. Let's go to verse 12. 
once I get there. All right, chapter 7, verse 12 of the uh, book of Daniel. And it said, or let me, let me start in uh, chapter 7. No, chapter 10. I'm sorry, y'all. Chapter 10. I wrote it down wrong. I know. All right. Yeah, I, I wrote Daniel 7, 12, and that's not right at all. But I, I just remembered. All right. Chapter 10, verse 7. And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision, for the men that were with me saw not the vision, but a great quaking fell upon them, so that they fled to hide themselves. Therefore I was left alone and saw this great vision, and there remained no strength in me. For my comeliness was turned in me into corruption, and I retained no strength. Yet heard I the voice of his words, and when I heard the voice of his words, then was I in a deep sleep on my face, and my face toward the ground. And behold, an hand touched me, which set me upon my knees and upon the palms of my hands. And he said unto me, O Daniel, a man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak unto thee, and stand upright. For unto thee am I now sent. And when he had spoken this word unto me, I stood trembling. Then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God, thy words were heard, and I am come for thy words. Amen. You see, we don't fight our battles on our own. For if we did, we would end up on our face like Daniel was. But with the help of the Lord, he tells us to get up. Get up. Stand upright. Believe the words that he tells you. And if you're reading another version of the Bible, I'm sorry. That's the truth right there. I told people I love KJV because, yeah, it's hard to understand what you get into it, but that's the truth. That's the, the unedited truth. I'm not going to get into a, a translation debate, but I just want to say thank you to everyone here tonight. God thanks you because you have shown courage. You have shown faith. And hopefully, you're letting the whole Lord help you in your battles. Because we can't do it on our own. Amen? All right. As we close this Wednesday night of prayer meeting, I just want to ask you a question. Especially to the ones out on social media land. I know you guys are saved, but are you? I have a question for everybody. Is the Lord helping you? And if he's not, it's not his fault. The Lord is always with us. You got to ask for help. All right, brother Larry, will you close us out in prayer?